All right, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. I want to remind you again, uh, uh, check, uh, check in our office back there, see Sister Cassie, pick up some of these calendars, uh, and, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're just, this is a, this is a fundraiser to help, uh, raise money for the church. They're only three dollars, it's very cheap. Uh, they got the church name on them, they get a free ink pen that comes with them, and, um, uh, this goes into our building fund, in which, We've got, well, there's always something, uh, going on that we have to do. I, uh, I got a letter, letter this week from the, from the water company. They did, uh, they come out and did some kind of inspection and, um, they said that, uh, this control valve that we got out here is under standards for a commercial building and it's going to have to be changed and we, we only got, they only give us to the, about the fifth of the sixth, I would forget the date of January to get it changed. They're still going to cut our water off. You know, it looked like to me would give us a little more time than that. And uh, you know, I mean, can't none of us just go buy the valve and do it on ourselves? They said it, it had to be it had to be done by a uh, a licensed, certified uh, uh, plumber. So. You know, if somebody if somebody here knows a good uh, a good plumber with something, we're gonna to have to be getting a move on, taking care of. I'm uh, I I don't know if it's the backflow valve or what valve it is, but some kind of valve that's out here that we got to um, take care of. And uh, we got um, evidently an issue with a refrigerator. It's pouring water. It's quit working. We got water all over the floor when we come in this morning. So, uh, but hey. I'm not complaining about nothing. God has been good. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're going to get into the to the uh, Word right now. Uh, want to um, uh, uh, give those plenty of time that's going for the nursing home. Probably to stop and get a bite of lunch or something before the two o'clock nursing home there in Springfield. Uh, so we want to get uh, st- uh, started again. We appreciate everybody uh, here today, and uh, and do please c- continue to pray uh, for all of those sickness. And man, there's a, a lot of it to, that's going around. And let's pray for everybody uh, that's sick. You love the Lord. Say, Amen. amen. Hallelujah. We're going to go today. Um, to um, uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 2 and verse 10. And um, uh, one thing, we've been uh, doing messages has to do with, um, you know, Christmas here throughout the whole month of December. And uh, we're going to talk about that, that star that uh, shined uh, when led the wise man. Uh, and uh, Matthew, chapter 2 and uh, chapter ten, uh, uh, verse 10. Hallelujah. And we're going to talk about, uh, read that and, uh, and, and talk a little bit about that today. It's on the screen, it's on the system. I got it typed in there. Um, uh, the star that lit the night is the title of the sermon. Hallelujah. Praise God. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 10. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And praise the Lord. Well, I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and read it. They're having a little difficulties up there. When they saw the star, 
they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads and pray. Fathers, we come to you right now. We thank you, God, and we praise you for this service, God. We thank you, God, for what we've felt today. We ask that you will speak to us right now for the next few moments through your word to strengthen and encourage. And we'll give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to talk about the star that lit the night. The star that lit the night. Hallelujah. Amen. And by the way, I want to thank again everybody who um, took part uh, in the uh, care and share. Uh, uh, we uh, uh, not only from from this church, but from other churches that uh, had money sent to me uh, to go send to the um, uh, to the Lannins. Uh, uh, several hundred dollars. Uh, there's going to be a lot of kids uh, that's going to be blessed, and um, we just praise God. We praise God for that. Oh, and by by the way, uh, put Brother Jeff landing on your prayer. Uh, you know, I don't know. It seems like everybody who's involved in ministry, especially, is is being under the attack of the enemy, uh, and uh, people that's trying to do something for the kingdom, it just seems like one attack after the other, and um, uh, Brother Jeff is having some back problems, uh, and um, he's got uh, a nerve problem in his back, and uh, uh, also, um, I think, compressed disc, uh, he's having an awful lot of pain. Uh, and uh, put Brother Jeff Landon on, uh, uh, on your prayer list, if you will, for God to bless him. they got a tremendous work uh, that's going on there uh, in Bangladesh, and uh, we need to support them. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, the scripture that we read today, it takes, takes up right in the middle of the story where uh, the Bible said there were wise men. From the east, when Jesus was born, they uh, uh, they noticed there was a star appeared in the heavens, and they began to search, uh, uh, and they found out a prophecy in the Old Testament that said that when the Messiah was going to be born, that there would be a star appear in the heavens uh, as a sign that the Messiah was born. And they, uh, when they found that, they took out and made a long journey uh, to search for this baby, Emmanuel, that was born uh, in the manger. And um, uh, pardon me, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one that's bad for uh, tearing up traditions, but um, I have to tear them up uh, uh, every now and then. Uh, you know, you see pictures of the nativity scene and... A lot of us, is, and, and we, we got what we have one at our house. We got this, these nice figurines and stuff, the nativity scene, and, uh, and, and all that in there. And you've got, of course, Mary and Joseph and the baby and animals. You've got the shepherds, and you've got the wise man. 
uh, and uh, there. But um, that scene like that never happened. The wise man never was at the stable at the manger. Never was. If you read your Bible, the Bible will tell you that by the time they got, that by the time that they got to Bethlehem, Joseph had done found them a house, and they, they was living in a, in a house somewhere in Bethlehem. Amen. It, I mean, they, they was not able to make it there that first night. Uh, and uh, but you know this go this is some, some traditions of but that that star the point is that star led them, uh, amen. It was a sign to them that Christ was born. But that star began to shine bright, and it was a star that that lit up the night. Hallelujah! And I was as I was beginning to think about that, uh, Amen. And about that star and the light, uh, I began to think about who the star and the light really was. It was Jesus. You say, Amen. Hallelujah. The the true light, amen, was Jesus. Hallelujah. When the Lord was born and He came into this world, He came into a world that was filled with darkness. All kind of darkness. There hadn't been no help. There ain't been a prophet in over 400 years from Malachi. Was a, Malachi was the last prophet of the Old Testament. And there was 400 years came and gone, that the heavens were silent. No prophet, no voice, no word from God, nothing. Can't you imagine what the world must have been like when Christ was born into this world? And you know what, folks? We're making full circle now, and we're getting back to the same type of darkness in the world again. Hallelujah. But what I'm talking about this morning, amen, is a spiritual blindness. A spiritual blindness. Now, I've thought sometimes, when I've met some people who who were naturally blind and they couldn't see, I've tried to imagine what it would be like not to have the capacity to see. Have you ever? I wonder if anybody else beside me has ever given that any kind of thought. Uh, you know, uh, when you think about the beauty of creation, and every time I go up to the mountains and see the beauty there, if you go out to the ocean and you see all, all God's creation, uh, sometimes I, I wonder what, what, it would, what it's like for those, amen, who don't have a capacity to see. Living in perpetual darkness, I think, uh, would not be desirable at all. I don't think it'd be something desirable at all. But the greater blindness, now listen to me. The greater blindness is the inability to perceive and understand the destruction, hallelujah, that I would be headed for not having Christ in my life. Hallelujah. Yes, it would be bad not to have
people. Hallelujah. There's another scripture I want you to read in the Old Testament. It talks about what happened when this star came and lit the night when Christ came into this world. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 2. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 2. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light hath shined. My, 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 my. Glory! Church. Careful. We got to keep this thing in, in perspective. Now, I know what my issues there are, and I'm praying, and I see right now the more this thing comes about, and there's more persecution. Uh, I have a tendency.
don't understand. I never have understand why the world hates the name of Jesus so much. You look in the book of Acts when they rounded up the church people and put them in prisons and beat them. What did they tell them time after time? They said, do not teach or preach at all in this name. What are they telling us now in in these liberal courts? They're saying, uh, y'all can pray at, at the school athletic events as long as you don't use the name of Jesus. Huh? And then they want to wonder what's going on when you got all kind of killing going on at the school. Hallelujah. As some people want to be sarcastic and say, well, where was God at when all them kids were shot and killed? Well, my friend, he was run out of the school a long time ago. Hallelujah. Uh, it's affecting every aspect of life. It's affecting our military. We got we got people in the military now that wondering what what they're going to do and the pressure that's put upon them uh, with all this stuff. Amen. That's going on. I wish I could say it's going to get better, but it's not. It's going to get worse. The Bible says when you see all these things approaching, he said, it's just the beginning of sorrow. He said, but lift up your head and look, because your redemption, your redemption draws nigh. Woo! Let's stand together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For the last several years, January 1st for 21 days. It's not a complete fast. It's, as everybody knows, the Daniel's fast. And I, for the last few months, I have been, I've been thinking about this and praying about it. I've been feeling strongly that I'm not going, I'm not going to do it that way this time. That uh, don't of course, affect you if you uh, uh, want to do that. That that's that's fine. Uh, and um, but I feel like it, we need to do more throughout the year. That's 21 days. I am looking at more like 52 days. I think we need to make a commitment now. The 
the Hebrews, their day begins at sunset. It's different than ours. Their day begins at sunset, and their day runs from sunset to sunset the next day. 24-hour period. During the year 2014, I'd like to see our congregation join this pastor one day out of every week, 52 weeks in a year, one day. And we, we've done something like this similar years ago. To fast from 6 o'clock one night to, uh, to 6 o'clock the next night, imitating the old Hebrew calendar, and not eat nothing, not just a Daniel's fish, but not eat anything between those hours from 6 to 6, except for drink some water. And to do that one day a week. Let me tell you something. The Muslims have their whole month of Ramadan. And during that whole month, they fast from sun up to sun down. And if anybody's found eating during that time period, they'll arrest them. But they do it willingly. Now, I just wonder if they love our, their God more than what we do. I'm feeling this strong, folks, because we're going to need this. We're going to need this. There's a lot of things happened in 2013 that's just blowed my mind. And it's just the beginning. Um. Here again, people are, and this is one reason people don't say anything. But I think, I believe my record will prove that I'm not racist. I've, I've married, performed marriage ceremonies between people of different races before, and if I was, if I was a racist person, I wouldn't do that. So what I've got to say has nothing to do with race. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. This nation has turned completely ungodly since this administration that we have right now has tucked the helm. Our current president, and I will say this, it don't make, I don't care if their color is green, but see, that's what they want to do to keep people's mouths shut. They want to claim, well, if you say anything against this, you're right. Race has got nothing to do with it. This man has been bad since day one. He makes the statement very early along, but after he was elected, America is no longer 
a Christian nation. He made that statement. I heard him. And you know what? He's been doing everything in his power to see that's going to be a fact. And we still got, what, three more years to put up with this stuff? Hey, ain't no telling what's going to happen before he gets out. He's Because he can't get Congress to go along with a lot of stuff, he's going to start doing a whole lot of more stuff by executive order. He's going to start running like a dictator. He's already done some stuff like that. We got to do what the Bible says. The Bible says pray for them in authority. Hallelujah. We got to pray. Folks, this great nation of ours is in danger. It's in danger. And what we lose, we might not never get back. Hallelujah. They're trying to line this thing up now to pull this one world government and this system together. And if the church don't stand and speak up and about what's going on, we're the only ones, folks. We're the only ones. And I can't in good conscience. And people say, well, you know, you, you, we, 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 shouldn't, we should stay out of this and stay out of that. God, God called me into the ministry to preach the Word and declare truth everywhere. Hallelujah. we got to let that light shine. And I want us together as a congregation, as we dismiss in prayer today, to lift our hands and pray for this land of this great nation of ours. Let's pray for our brothers and sisters. Let's pray for this pastor in Iran where our leadership is making, making, uh, Deals with them when, when they should be saying no deal starts until he comes home. 